Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Harmonic Whiskey Tales. Oh, that was good. I'm drinking this Balvenie Double Wood, aged 17 years. It was a little birthday present from my parents that they sent me. Um, I wasn't supposed to drink that much of it, but I'm already, I'd say, mm, not quite a quarter of a bottle down. So I'm, I'm trying to be behaved with this measure. But... Unfortunately, it's quite delicious. It needs a bit of um. It's quite strong. It's a bit stronger than normal. It's like a forty-three percenter. So you need a little uh. I don't know, a bit of ice in there and let it kind of dilute a tiny bit just to take the edge off the alcohol. But it's very nice though. I should. I need to get a slightly cheaper bottle than this one to drink if I'm going to be drinking more often because this one's a bit too pricey to be the daily drinker. So um, enough ranting. That wasn't even a rant. That was just a whiskey ramble. Um, uh, let me just try a bit. Hang on. Ah, delicious. <laughs> it's quite strong, though. Um, Formula One. Belgium. Spa. Grand Prix. 2019. Um, let's bring up the results. Um, it was a pretty good race, actually. Um, Charles Leclerc won. So well done to him. First race win. There was a bit of... Um, it's kind of a bit of a bittersweet win for him because obviously he was he was quite good friends with um, uh, Antoine Hubert who died the day before at the F2 race. So it's all it was quite raw in everyone's hearts and heads and all that kind of stuff. So it was a, it was a slightly kind of somber um, race, um, I'd say. Um, but I guess you know the thing you know, racing drivers do is they just have to go racing to get past these things. And, you know, the, the Formula One circus would always go on, I suppose. So, um, yeah. So it was, yeah, he was obviously pleased to get his first win, but a bit, um, still a bit upset and, you know, mixed emotions, I'd say the best way to kind of say it. So, um, so, um, yeah, so that's, um, let me just uh, bring up some of the, um, uh, I'll go through the results and we'll go from there. So, um, so yeah, Charles Leclerc P1, uh, Hamilton P2, just finished just behind him. It was pretty close at the end. Um, we'll get back to that though. Um, Valeteri Bottas P3, Vettel P4, Albon P5, uh, Perez, which is a great drive for him considering he started at the back of the grid. We'll, we'll come back to that as well. Sergio Perez, P6. Albon passed him on the last lap. It was very cool. Um, Perez basically drove him off the road and Albon get going fucking 200 and something miles an hour onto the grass. Got past him, so... Yeah. Um, Kvyat, P7. Hockenberg, P8. Gasly, P9. Lance Stroll, P10. Uh, Norris, P11 for McLaren. Although he didn't actually finish, but somehow he still managed to get a P11. I don't know how that... I think because he wasn't a lap down or something. Maybe that's how he managed it. But finished out the points, though, when he was running P5 and he had a mechanical problem and literally pulled up at the start-finish line. And if he'd managed to like stop before the start-finish line, let the leaders pass him and effectively lap him, and then somehow roll his car over the start-finish line. He could have got his P5, but um, it didn't work out that way. But I don't know, it probably would have been a bit of a high-risk strategy to do that. But anyway, um, Magnussen was P12, Grosjean P13, Ricardo P14, Russell P15, 
Raikkonen P16, Kubica 17th, Giovinazzi 18th, and Sainz didn't finish, and Verstappen didn't finish. He went out on lap, for the first lap, basically, for like second corner, pretty much. So um, we will come back to that, though. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was a pretty good race. Um, the start, there was a bit of contact at the first corner which it almost always is because it's such a tight it's a very short run to the corner and then it gets quite tight and Verstappen tried to dive up the inside and Raikkonen was kind of turning in and went for the apex and didn't see Verstappen and they did Verstappen kind of kind of forced his way through it but probably a bit of a high risk move and didn't come off and he hit Raikkonen Raikkonen actually went over his front wheel and got some air and then um uh Verstappen's uh, steering rod rent like his um uh, essentially his front left wheel the suspension th- got damaged and the thing that kind of governs the steering broke so that when he tried to turn the wheel the, the front left wheel wasn't doing anything it was just like wobbling around but to be fair to him he kept his foot down and kept going forward but basically drew a straight line into O Rouge and just basically was straight on into the barriers so luckily it wasn't anything serious he kind of knew that he didn't he was going to lose it so um yeah so a bit of a shame for him because you know it's almost like a home race for him because there's so many belgian well so many um fans uh, of his there who um come over from uh holland so yeah a bit of a shame for him but there we go um science i'm not sure what happened it just car was all kinds of fucked up and he just couldn't do anything it stalled at the start and then managed to get about halfway around the lap and then just it kept dying on him and then he ended up going around a bit more and yeah drove off the track and that was it um so yeah shame for him um what else happened we had a good start by norris he went from p11 to p um five in the first corner he just drove it perfectly and got around everyone because because of the, the slight incidents that happened i think um ricardo got caught up a bit in it as well so he we had to come in and pit pit on the next lap and went on to a different strategy and tried to drive the whole race on one set of tyres which did not work out for him in the end he was doing quite well and then he just lost his tyres and everyone went past him and he ended up finishing 14th so it wasn't great um, Grosjean and Magnus in the Haas just once again showed great pace we're doing alright and then everyone just drove straight past him they're just that car cannot is not a race it just can't race it's just awful I mean it can get up in quali but it can't do anything in the race it just cannot it just loses speed. It has no grip. It just is awful. So I don't know what they're doing, but it's uh, a bit of a shame for them. And I don't think they really know what the problem is, which is just a double whammy. So, you know, anyway, what are you going to do? Um, Racing Point had a really good race. Um, Stroll and um, Perez both scoring points. They did really well. Um, Toro Rosso, they got a P7 and a P9 between them. That's pretty good. Pierre Gasly drove a pretty good race, a few nice moves and passing things. So he looks like he's, you know, sorted his head out a bit and he's he's driving well. So that's good to see. And Kvyat drove a good race, again, from the back to finish P7. Um, Albon, it was interesting. He didn't really gain much in the first stint before the pit stops. He was just sort of holding around 13th or 14th most of the time and couldn't really get past anyone. Um, whether he was just holding off until the pit stops, which I think is what happened, because once he pitted and went on, he, he did like a long run on the medium tires and then went on to the soft tire. And um, he had loads of pace and he was passing everyone all over the place and came up from 14th to 5th just just through pure passing and skill, really. So he did a really good, great job. And 
um, got past uh, Kvyat into sixth and then had like about a 10 second gap to catch up to Perez managed to catch him up with one lap to go and passed him on the last lap and like I was saying Perez almost drove basically drove him off the track and so Albon went off on two wheels on the grass and then just basically went round him and uh, got past him it was investigated after the race but it was all okay because I think Perez basically was deemed to have driven him off the track so um so yeah, uh, that was cool. Um, then up front, um, interesting start. Hamilton got past Vettel, and then Vettel got straight past him again on the straight after the uh, after Radion. You know, go O Rouge and then Radion, and there's that big long straight. And like last year, he just drove straight past him because he had more power. And then Hamilton was up right up to him, trying to pass him for ages, but couldn't in the end. And then it came down to kind of the pit stops, uh, just a one stop for most of them, apart from Vettel. But they all stopped. Um, Vettel stopped first and went on to the medium tyres, um, trying to trigger the undercut, and which means he comes out on faster tyres and can get ahead of the pit stops when you know Hamilton and Bottas come in. But neither of them kind of fell for it and they kept out for longer, um, and they because their tyres were good, so they just kept out for longer, as did Declare. So then they all kind of pitted quite close to each other, and Vettel was then leading for a while, but then Declare made up about three or four seconds, got past him. They, he basically let him pass because he, he knew, Vettel knew that he was slower than Leclerc. So he kind of just, the team said, let, let him pass, he's quicker. And he was fine with that. So he let him pass. And Leclerc just off he goes into the distance, um, gains about a six second lead on Vettel. And then Hamilton comes right up behind Vettel and they have a bit of a battle and um, Hamilton gets past him eventually, which is pretty cool. Um, and then pretty much one or two laps after that, um, Vettel came into pit for some faster tyres. Now, what it was about two laps. What they should have done is pit him just as Hamilton was almost about to pass them on the back straight into the little chicane, into the start-finish straight. I think they should have just brought Vettel in then into the pits because Hamilton was going to get past him anyway on the next straight after Eau Rouge. So they wasted two laps of time. So they should have maybe reacted, got him in, got him to new tyres, lost the place because he was going to lose anyway. And then he'd have had longer to try and come back at him. But in the end, he, he didn't have enough time and he wasn't really fast enough to, to, to pull back the positions. So he kind of came out P4 and couldn't do anything about it. Um, Hamilton, once he got past Vettel, he had about a six or seven second gap to get to Leclerc. And um, they... Uh, they held off for a while at that gap kind of persisted for about three or four laps, maybe five laps or so. And there wasn't Hamilton wasn't really making much of a dent, but then as with Vettel, Leclerc's tires just suddenly went off and started losing pace. And the Mercedes was using their tire much more efficiently and not losing pace on it. And Hamilton could actually push quite hard. And that's when Hamilton pushed and, um, managed to um, catch right up to Leclerc and the last two laps was really close but there were loads of back markers and it was really tricky getting around everyone um, and then on the last lap came really close but couldn't quite get that time and in the end finished just under one second behind him so it was yeah it was pretty cool pretty cool and Bottas just drove a really good race kind of kept Hamilton pretty honest um, but again you know it wasn't quite quick enough and it was a bit of a wingman role kind of again which you don't Bottas doesn't want to hear but Unfortunately, that is the case at the moment. Hang on, whiskey. Mm. So, yeah. 
um, yeah, good race generally. Um, Albon was, I think, the star for Red Bull. I mean, he could to come from the back of the grid to get fifth with lots of good passing moves. I think he really impressed his team, and he's already in one in one Grand Prix weekend impressed more than Gasly did in twelve. So I think they're justified in their decision to up to promote him to that team to the to the full Red Bull team so really good job from Red Bull for doing that and I mean it took balls because it, it must be a very difficult decision to make when you've got these young kids in your team who you, you kind of nurture and bring up into the Formula One and then when one of them isn't performing like you want despite really trying to support them and help them which they did try to do with Gasly he just couldn't cut it or handle the pressure you know maybe he needs a couple more years and he'll be able to you know but um, so they just had to make that very difficult decision. And Albon, I think, you know, impressed with Toro Rosso and they hadn't seen him in the Red Bull, so they thought, let's give it a go. And he's he's really shone. So the next few races, um, I think uh, Monza's not going to be amazing for them. They'll be okay, I think. Um, but the next races after that, when they get to Singapore and um, wherever else they go. Um, hang on, hang on, let me have a look. Singapore... Uh, Russia, they're all going to be quite good. Um, yeah, they're all going to be quite good. Oh, that's my beef. My beef is cooked. Oh, right. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, I mean, it's very cool. Very cool, anyway. So what I want to do quickly is... Um, it's definitely worth watching if you get a chance. It was quite a good race. I mean, not the most exciting compared to... Um, some of the previous races, the most recent ones, but it's um, it's uh, yeah. I mean, it, it was, it's entertaining, you know. So um, why is um, we not seeing? I just want to um, see if we've got any comments of what they said after the race. Uh, so Leclerc, he says, uh, on the one hand, I've realised a childhood dream, but on the other, it's been a very difficult weekend. We lost, uh, we lost a friend first of all. It's very difficult in these situations. I want to dedicate this win to Antoine. Um, we have grown up together. And my first ever race I did when I was seven with Antoine. So it's such a shame what happened yesterday. I can't enjoy it fully, my first victory, but it's a memory that will live forever with me. Um, it's been a very difficult race. We've been struggling quite a bit with the tyres to the end, but I managed to I managed the tyres better than in Budapest. Um, Mercedes were very quick in the race, and we expected that. But it was a good weekend, pole position, and first win. At the end of the race was definitely not easy. He was catching pretty quickly. I had quite a bit of pressure, but I kept him behind. He did well to not succumb to the pressure. So um, yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty good. And then let's go on to Hamilton. Um, Hamilton, whose championship lead is extended to 65 points over Bottas, says, um, I gave it absolutely everything that I had. A really difficult race. The Ferraris were just too quick on the straights. Um, I got close at the end, but maybe needed a few more laps. Um, but congratulations to Charles. Um, his first win, he has had it coming all year, and I'm really happy for him. Um, so that's cool. There's probably a few other comments, but... Um, I don't know. I mean, a lot of it's just about um, Antoine Huber and and kind of all that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, it's um, and I know um, it's uh, it's um, yeah, that's really weird. I just saw an article about um, Ricardo, but it's uh, 
It's from about three weeks ago, so that's not the most current. Um, yeah, good race, good race. I'm just waffling now, so I'm just distracted by my beef. So I'm going to have to go and eat that in a minute. Um, yeah, like I said, good race, worth checking out. Um, maybe you just watch the highlights if you can, because, you know, not the most interesting race. A few good battles, and it's worth watching um, some of the moves Gasly did. And Albon had some really great moves, including going around the outside of... Um, uh, Ricardo, which is very difficult to do against Ricardo, and he went around the outside of him on the no-name corner, which is about turn eight or something, and um, it was uh, yeah, a pretty bold move. Like you just don't pass there normally, so yeah, it's very impressive. Um, he, he's definitely one to watch in the next few races. It's going to be a very interesting, um, yeah, next few races for sure. So um, they're going to be really strong by the time they hit. Suzuka and Mexico and you know probably um the US as well so um yeah that's going to be cool it's going to be good so yeah cheers for tuning in everyone um that's probably enough waffling for me I think so we'll be back I'm going to try and do a couple more this week um just talk about some news and gadgets I'm, I'm currently going through the process of buying a hi-fi for my bedroom and some speakers so I'll maybe go through some gadget stuff because I've been doing so much fucking research so it's probably worth making some recommendations if you're looking for some speakers or a decent stereo or something I can kind of point you in the right direction because I've got all this information in my brain for the past two or three weeks I've been researching so um, we might do one of those I think um, and some, some gadget stuff and then I think we've got a um, a podcast I'm just checking I had a fucking invite on my bloody alright fucking hell Honestly, my um, this meat thermometer I've got is very angry when you try and turn it off. It does not like it at all. It just beeps at you and just, oh, very annoying. Anyway, I'm just trying to find this thing. But yeah, definitely Friday we've got uh, the unicorn and the cupcake daddy. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, 6th of September we're going to do that. So that's going to be good fun. So um, yeah, awesome. Cheers, everybody, for tuning in. That was Harmonic Whiskey Tales. I'm going to go and eat my roast beef. And um, we will be back uh, very shortly in the next few days sometime. Cheers, guys. Bye.